0: live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio. Show, talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is... Our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And best of all, ladies and gentlemen, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? Our guest today, Mr. Larry Pratt, discussion of all things liberty. Welcome back, sir. Long time no here. And a Merry Christmas to you and your family, sir. Well, Sam, Sam,
2: it's really good to be back with you. And I hope that everything is going well uh, with the show and with all the good work that you're doing.
1: Man, it is going fantastic. I got some uh, a couple of news headlines I want to bounce off of you real quick from yesterday's show. We talked about them in detail, but I thought it would be uh, make sense for you to comment on them. First one says vaccine passports are back. Uh, I guess the G20 group of nations, 19 countries plus the EU, recently agreed that they're going to have vaccine passports. Their goal is control over everything. Relating to our lives. So that's the first thing. So that's international. You're going to have to have a vaccine passport to travel, they all claim. Um, But you know what? For years, the government has also warned travelers that they will need a security-enhanced Real ID for domestic flights. You know what? They've been working on it for 20 years. We've been fighting it. They've been stopping it and shutting it down. But now they say they mean it. Real ID, ladies and gentlemen, is a driver's license So the federal government vetting and features which tracks us at the federal level. Beginning May 3rd, that's 2023, U.S. travelers flying within the United States will need to show these, quote, real IDs. Security-enhanced driver's licenses that are real ID, quote, compliant. And, uh, hey, if you don't have a real ID certified Driver's license and or ID card. No, no fly for you. That's what's going on. This is chilling. We've been fighting it for over 20 years, but now they're going to force it upon us. But when you think about the international vaccine passport, plus your passport, plus your government federal ID, if we're not very careful, we're backing into the social credit score big time. Tracked by your government at every move, the question becomes what features do these real IDs have now and what will they contain in the future? They used to laugh at us and say you guys are conspiracy nuts, but now the evidence is in our hands, proving us right once again, Larry Pratt.
2: And if anything happens when you uh, are forced to get a vaccination in order to get that uh, horrible passport, well, that's too bad. That's just collateral damage. Uh, we'll get over it. Well, You may not. Uh, but uh, their view is that we're just kind of animals, and uh, uh, when you're raising animals, you may lose a few, uh, so no big deal.
1: You think about this, and where do we head with this? Uh, Elon Musk claims his pronouns are prosecute Fauci. I certainly think (laughs) Nuremberg trials or equivalent thereof need to be happening with regards to Anthony Fauci. And with regards to the forced mandates of vaccinations and uh, passports by the government, there's no authority constitutionally for these mandated government, general government ID cards or passports or vaccine mandates. There's no authority, Larry Pratt.
2: Correct. There is no authority. And we should have seen things like this coming many, many years ago because they've been pushing uh, the constitutional limits. For a long time. Uh, Gun owners are certainly familiar with that, with the uh, addition of unconstitutional restrictions on uh, buying a gun, carrying a gun, even owning a gun. Uh, But it now is in the area of our health, and they're saying that we're going to have to uh, enable the government, allow the government to put things in our bodies that uh, we may have a A conscience objection to, or we may have a a healthy uh, objection to. There's a lot of people that, uh, if they're still alive, uh, are wishing they never had the injection uh, for the vaccination uh, because they got dreadfully ill, and some of them are maimed for life. We don't hear much about that, uh, but if you dig, you can find out that that's what's been happening, that these uh, vaccinations were pushed through On an emergency basis, Uh, there was no due diligence done to have them studied and and to see what the long-term effects were. Uh, We were told, oh, no, no, we had to do something right away. Well, it turned out that COVID uh, was um, more or less a bad cold. Yes, there were people that died from, from COVID, but there are people now that we're seeing dying from the injection and actually more. Uh, more deaths resulting from the vaccination uh, than there would have been in a normal year for the cold. Uh, Now, let me uh, stop
1: you there because that's interesting. I got kicked off Twitter, banned from Twitter, because I uh, quoted an Israeli study, along with LifeSite News reported the same study, that more people were dying in the elderly population from the COVID vaccine than they were from the COVID itself and I quoted that article with a headline that I had, and Twitter shut me down for over a year and a half. I finally took down that article because I couldn't get back on Twitter, so I took down that post, and then I got my Twitter accounts back. I'm giving Elon Musk uh, another chance to see how much he really believes in free speech, but I find it fascinating that I got taken down over that very point you're making now, really. Uh, it, it's very it's, interesting.
2: There, there was such a groupthink push. And uh, that's the George Orwell word uh, that uh, comes to mind uh, that whatever uh, uh, Big brother dictates is uh, proper think, good think, uh, then that must be what we think, uh, or else we're going to have no think. <laughs> so and, uh, uh, they've been slamming people around and uh, you got slammed pretty good uh, on this. Uh, but, Uh, Gun owners have had to deal with this for a long time, and uh, the the general population, I think, is beginning to realize that government has um, uh, illegally, unconstitutionally, and immorally claimed more power than it should ever have, and the results are coming in. Uh, These are life or death issues that we're talking about, Uh, whether you can protect yourself, whether You can tell uh, a doctor, uh, as I did the other day, he asked me if I uh, had gotten a COVID shot, and I said, absolutely not. I don't want to take the risk of dying. And uh, that uh, was the end of it. He had no follow-up on that. But there are people that have lost their jobs for saying what I just said.
1: There's no question about it, folks, and it's getting worse But I'll tell you this, though. There is a little bit of good news. Not only did I get my Twitter account back, uh, you know, I shouldn't have had to take down that article. Elon should have just uh, cranked up my Twitter account. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but amnesty or whatever. Uh, But I took down my post because I said, look, let's just give Elon a chance. If he doesn't take me down, I don't care about one little post. I did not take down the post in protest to Twitter before when that was the general policy. Uh, But if they're opening it up and, and, you know, I don't know if they'll get to my account or, you know, I don't know how to get to the Twitter people. But I thought, hey, let's just give them a fresh start. That's what I'm hoping they'll give me. So why wouldn't I give that to them to set the example, if you will? But there's good news on that front. Not only am I back on Twitter, but doctors Robert Malone and Peter McCullough, whose accounts were both suspended during the COVID pandemic, now have both confirmed they're back up and running as of Tuesday. That is good news, Larry.
2: That is very encouraging news indeed. It means that maybe the the free marketplace of ideas is being reestablished and the First Amendment is uh, being given uh, some new life, and that is very, very good news because without the ability to express ourselves freely, uh, we don't live in a free country. We live under a dictatorship, and the dictator uh, isn't necessarily very bright think Joe Biden, uh, and then you realize the consequences are pretty dreadful.
1: Amen to that. And uh, this is sad news, but kind of uh, vindicates doctors Robert Malone and Peter McCullough to some degree. Here's the headline. FDA announces recall of COVID-19 tests due to false results. Literally three years into this, we've got tests out there that are giving false information. And they had to recall him, Larry. Uh, No
2: wonder they didn't want to publish the results. Uh, They conned Trump into thinking that this was a major uh, end-of-the-world type of crisis, and they had to move ahead full speed without any regard for uh, what might be happening. Uh, Made a lot of money doing it that way. Uh, It didn't cost them anything to have these uh, pesky uh, year and year long, two year long, whatever studies that normally are required, uh, they just started to hit in the cash register right away. And it was lovely for them, but it wasn't necessarily very lovely for the people uh, that suffered from the shot. Happily, it's not uh, caused death for a lot of people, but there, there were those that were directly killed or maimed
1: because of and we couldn't allow it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Quick pause. We're gonna come back. I got a quote from Joe Biden as he passed the I would call it disrespect for marriage act is what I'd call it. Larry Pratt, Sam Bush went in seconds on your radio. All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Larry Pratt, Sam Bushman. So Joe Biden uh, literally invited a bunch of drag queens to the yesterday signing of the Disrespect for Marriage Act is what I'm going to call it. Uh, They promoted perversion at every turn, uh, but Joe Biden is literally off his rocker. Uh, What he says is this, when a person can be married in the morning and then thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, there's something wrong, severely uh, wrong. Uh, Let's hear Joe with that quote, Joe Biden. All right, we'll try to get that clip here in a minute then. Larry, what do you say to this? Is inventing a problem
2: that doesn't exist. Um, Federal law for quite some time has uh, made it illegal to discriminate on the basis of sex, and uh, or even, I guess, uh, sexual identity uh, or orientation.
1: Kind
2: of a, you're right. Yeah. Maybe that was the the word in, in the law, but in any case, it's it's illegal to say to a homosexual, you can't come in, uh, assuming you know the person is a homosexual. Uh, a lot of times, homosexuals. Uh, uh, present themselves in public as if they are like everybody else.
1: Now, here's the question that I have, though. We'll get into this in a second, but here's what Joe says. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong. Wrong. When a person... Now, I want to stop and talk about this for a minute, Larry, because, um... You know what? I am not for discrimination. Okay, I don't believe we should be discriminating against people. Candace Owens uh, went off uh, and says she discriminates all the time, justly so. More people need to do it. Uh, the problem is there's a fine line here, in my opinion, between discrimination versus your own rights or your own beliefs or your own conscience or your own business or your own etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Look, I shouldn't be discriminating against people, but at the same time, if I'm a cake maker and I don't want to bake a cake for gay and lesbians, I shouldn't have to. If I'm, whatever the case may be, if I'm a website builder, which is another case uh, right now being, um, you know, adjudicated or whatever you want to call it, um, and I don't want to create a website for gay and lesbian weddings, I shouldn't be forced to do things that are against my beliefs or my conscience on the altar of non-discrimination. Um, so there's a big difference between kicking somebody out, number one, and, and forcing me to do things I don't want to do with my own conscience and with my own beliefs. Um, there's a fine line here we're kind of flirting with, aren't we? Yes, indeed. And what I I
2: see them having done is to take the longstanding federal law prohibiting discrimination on the basis
4: of the color
2: of one's skin and extrapolated that uh, to discriminating basis of somebody's views or beliefs and uh, I set in my ways enough to, to believe that if somebody comes in and presents themselves as homosexual and says that I serve them uh, at a
5: restaurant
2: uh,
1: and, uh, and, uh, and Larry you're breaking um, up quite a bit let's see if we can get you to a better spot get near a window or something well
2: I'll move around I can Uh, There you
1: go. Okay,
2: I'm good. Um, So I'll just try to uh, uh, make it so that the uh, the issue stays clearly uh, distinguished between one of uh, discrimination on the basis of color, which people are born with and they can't do anything about that, and I think the federal law rightly, rightfully, uh, just uh, prohibits the discrimination based on skin color. But if I don't want to um, uh, serve in my restaurant, somebody that comes in and is a uh, flaming homosexual and uh, wants me to serve them in violation of my conscience, uh, then I'm sorry. Uh, That that crosses the line. Uh, The person of another color uh, was born that way because that's the way God made him the homosexual. Uh, is somebody who has chosen a style of life. uh, And uh, that's uh, to make me uh, go along with his uh, immoral ideas is
1: imposing immorality on me, and that is wrong. Now, I kind of want to take this even further because I know that's kind of where the line everybody wants to draw, but you know what? I am not for discrimination. Don't misunderstand my point here, Larry. I am not for discrimination. I believe that we're all God's children, and we should behave that way. We should treat each other with kindness and love and respect and uh, et cetera. Okay? So I don't believe in discrimination. However, I do believe people should have the right to discriminate. And you say, oh, no. But where does the federal government get authority? Now, you might push for the 14th Amendment or something. But where does the federal government get authority to reach into the states, and the several states, into the counties, and make these federal mandates for all kinds of things? Okay, now, I'm part of two groups that could be discriminated against fairly easily. Number one, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a Mormon, and they've had the greatest discrimination against them, even more so than the blacks in the history of America. No group has had an extermination order. Shoot all men, women, and children on site like the Mormons did under Governor Boggs of Missouri in the 1800s, all right? Now, I'm also a a totally blind person, so, uh, you know, from the disabled point of view, I'm in in another minority. Now, I used to have a guide dog as well, and even though the law says, hey, you got to allow a guide dog in your restaurant, you got to allow, hey, if somebody wants to kick me out of their restaurant for being blind or being a Mormon, I don't like it, I don't agree with it, I think it's wrong, but I don't want to be in their restaurant if they have those feelings towards me anyways. And so I'm not for discrimination, but I think people should have the right to discriminate if they want to. If I say, you know what, I don't like your politics, Larry, you're not welcome here. Bye. You can go to a place that, you know, loves your politics or vice versa. Or, hey, I don't like it. You know what, you're a blind guy. We don't like blind people in our restaurants. We just don't like that. I think it's goofy. I think it's wrong. I think the court of public opinion and uh, when people find out about it they'll suffer and eventually they'll probably go out of business uh, for such abuse of whoever but 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 i don't know that we can take away people's rights of conscience like this by mandate whether it is the color of your skin whether there's something else about you they don't like the problem with this slippery slope is where does it go next right we say hey a white supremacist can't come in here By golly, that guy's a white supremacist. He's hanging out with the black Kanye West. Those guys can't come in here, by golly. Donald Trump needs to apologize and can't even talk to those people. But at the same time, the baby murderer could just roll right in. The abortion mill, you know, founder, creator, whatever you want to say. Uh, The Dr. Kevorkians could just roll right in, no problem. The folks that lie about gender and go against science and God's law, they're welcome. Uh, But yet, hey, the white supremacist or uh, whatever, not allowed. See, we're creating our own discrimination while we claim we're getting rid of discrimination, Larry.
2: I think you've got a very good point there. And uh, these are uh, issues that ought to be left in the hands of individuals to deal with uh, as their conscience allows. And it should not be something that comes from the government because the government so often screws things up. They ought to be just uh, trying to. Uh, preserve uh, basic law and order uh, protect us against uh, the violent ones if that's uh, something they can do they can't do it all the time and that's why we ought to have the right to protect ourselves uh, even with firearms Uh, but uh, this is something where uh, they're now imposing uh, matters of
1: conscience
2: on people and uh, they've long uh, gone past the, the limit i think when they do that
1: well, and the problem I have with it is where does it end? So right now, if you're a gay, if you're a baby killer, if you're transgender, if you're this or that, you're welcome everywhere. In fact, you're kind of promoted and given a special privilege, so to speak. But if you're a white supremacist, you're, I mean, you're worse than Satan's spawn. When I mean, you can't even talk to a, quote, white supremacist, supposedly, um, you know, Kanye West and this white nationalist or whatever this guy is, literally rolled in and talked to Donald Trump at a dinner, and now he's getting beat up big time for even meeting with those people. Now, I don't agree with white supremacy, okay? But I but I also say, though, that, look, can't that guy have his beliefs? Why is he somehow? Why can we discriminate against him? Because it's so heinous, his beliefs? Well, what's more heinous, <laughs> a guy that walks around and says, I'm white and I'm better than you? Or a guy that literally says, hey, I've murdered how many ever babies in the, in the murder mill? Which guy do you, do you feel more comfortable sitting down at the dinner table with? And, I, I'm not really maybe, for either,
2: but I'm just saying,
1: right? right?
2: Exactly. And uh, uh, along the way, it's a smaller point than the one you're making, but uh, maybe sometime somebody can explain to me how Kanye West is a white supremacist when his color doesn't really fit that model.
1: Well, he was a great black when he was in bed with the uh, satanic – Uh, you know record labels then he was fine then he decided to jettison that become a Christian and that's when the attacks started and it went downhill from there he turned into an Uncle Tom like Clarence Thomas and now he's even a white supremacist oh wow Larry Pratt and Sam Bushman in seconds on your radio
0: Listening to Liberty News Radio. S.A. Radio
6: News with Lance Pride. Lawmakers in the negotiations on a bill to fund the federal government for the current fiscal year announced Tuesday they've reached an agreement on a framework that will essentially delay the deadline by a week or so. Senator Rick Scott, the Republican from Florida, says given these Democrats achievements, it would be a blatant dereliction of our duty for Senate Republicans to allow Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to ram through the so-called omnibus bill. An omnibus bill is a single document, but packages together a lot of pork. Researchers in California have produced fusion energy, creating more energy than the amount required to begin the process. When you consider one gram of hydrogen from ocean water contains as much energy as burning 10 tons of coal, the benefits are clear. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm on Tuesday.
4: Simply put, this is one of the most impressive scientific feats of the 21st century
6: rock star or not men in south korea must serve a tour of duty to their country as women are not required to perform military service
0: there's no negotiation in south korea sometime between the age of eighteen and thirty if you're male you go to the military so now Jin, the oldest member of k-pop band bts at age thirty has begun his eighteen months of military service the other band members will follow over the next year as bts is on hiatus for what could be a few years i'm rich johnson
6: the trump organization was found in criminal content by a manhattan new york judge following a secret one day trial in twenty twenty one during a tax fraud investigation judge Juan merchant ordered members of president trump's family businesses On Tuesday, pay $4,000 in fines for the violations. He said they willfully disobeyed four grand jury subpoenas and three court orders. USA Radio News.
7: This view was worth the hike.
4: Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
7: Yes, I'm Coligard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk.
4: Colagard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer.
7: Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if ColiGuard is right for you, or visit ColiGuard.com.
4: I'm in.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Larry Pratt and Sam Bushman breaking it down just for you. Uh, You know, the problem is with this white supremacy stuff is it all depends on your viewpoints, right? And what you believe. But a listener of mine emailed me and gave me this incredible quote. He says this, you know what, fellow Christians? I pray a lot that demons will convert to Christianity, I can't think of a better outcome for God's universe. See, I agree with that, ladies and gentlemen. I pray for demons that they'll convert to Christianity and change and repent and etc. But the problem that I have with this, Larry, is it first starts with the Kanye Wests of the world, where it first starts with whatever anti-Semitic Jew, uh, you know, hey, you're a white supremacist or whatever. But what comes next? Right now, they just passed the Marriage Act. How horrible it is that somebody can get married in the morning and then be kicked out of a restaurant for being gay, says the president or Joe. Uh, But my problem is, what's next then? If you double down and insist on God-ordained traditional marriage, are you going to be the next equivalent white supremacist and marginalized and uh, no seat at the table for you? Is that where we're headed? Well, I think we've seen that's coming Uh,
2: We've seen Christian groups banned uh, from uh, proselytizing on college campuses, uh, and that's a very disturbing tendency because that's where the future thought leaders of the country are being trained and developed. And if they're being told that this is proper activity to compel the way people think or don't think, Uh, then I think we're in a lot of trouble. And the fact that this has already been happening tells me that we're farther along uh, down the road to destruction than we'd like to think.
1: There you have it. That's why I bring this up, folks. I'm not defending uh, any supremacy uh, of any human over another. I believe we're all God's children and we should behave like it. And by the way, that was the view of the Founders even though they get slaughtered for being slave owners and racist and this and that, you know, old white men or whatever else. You know, the, the, the charges are dishonest, manipulated labels. The founding fathers, many of them, uh, were against slavery. It takes a long time to, to change a societal uh, reality. Uh, that's the problem. And right now, they're celebrating this gay, you know, this Disrespect for Marriage Act is what I would call it. Um, but you know what? It's not going to be long when they're going to be persecuting Christians over this very point. You cannot stand up for God-ordained traditional marriage. You cannot stand up for, um, you know, God's law on sex, sexual relations, only to be legally and lawfully with, you know, the person that you're married to and no one else. Uh, you're not going to be allowed to hold to these standard moral high ground um, principles and views. If you do, you will eventually be the white supremacist of today. You will be ridiculed, mocked, persecuted, prosecuted, no seat at the table for you. That's where they're heading with all Christian values. All Ten Commandments will be in this category. Anybody who expresses these beliefs will eventually be uh, publicly mocked and shamed. I'm predicting this, Larry. Write it down. But this is where we're headed with this mentality. No,
2: I i don't even know that that's necessarily...
1: A prediction when you see the
2: uh, animus that uh, so many people in power have against the expression of christian views in this country or for that matter i suppose we could even say uh, constitutional views uh, all of that gets labeled with this kind of brainless notion that oh well that's hate speech in other words anything i disagree with uh, that is a Uh, hateful thing that you just said and because it's hateful that in and of itself means you shouldn't say that and if you insist on saying it you can be punished you can be um, made to be an unperson, to use Orwell's term we can just uh, take you out of the corporation out of the university out of the school uh, maybe out of the neighborhood we're just not going to allow you to be around because you're hateful because you said something that made me upset
1: there you have it ladies and gentlemen i don't know if you know this larry pratt but americans listed the federal government as the top problem facing the company or facing the country for the 7th year in a row over 1000 1, respondents 19 plus percent said the government is the top problem with the country and right on its heels is the economy that's encouraging
2: when our fellow americans are becoming aware uh, hopefully before it's too late uh, that there's a real problem here with government that thinks that it can do anything it wants that it has no limits forget that constitution thingy uh, we we're here to do what is right in our own eyes and you don't have anything to say about it, and we're going to tell you because that's what's right in our eyes. We have the right and the obligation. Uh, We're not having to tell you where that right came from or the obligation emanated. Uh, We're just telling you, shut up, uh, because uh, your disagreement with us means you're hateful, you're a racist, and uh, we're not going to tolerate it. And so the people who have been telling us how important toleration is, now have given us a list of things that we might say or do that are not going to be tolerated. Isn't that? And it didn't take long either. Uh, within the last 10 years, perhaps, we've gone to let's tolerate everything to, well, there's some things uh, that we're just not going to tolerate.
1: Well, and here's where it goes. Let me give you a couple of headlines to kind of make the point. A lesbian artist who lives in Norway... Is facing quote criminal hate speech charges punishable by up to three years in prison for stating on Facebook that it's impossible for a man to become a lesbian so there's this man that claims he's a lesbian and she said on Facebook hey men can't become lesbians they're not female Uh, and so now she's facing literally three years that's Norway but what we see globally starts to come to a theater near us, Larry. You know, uh, the, the, what the, the Norwegians are
2: telling this uh, this poor lesbian is that if you would have said this uh, 10, 20 years ago, that would have been uh, an A in a zoology class. <laughs> but now... <laughs> We're going to punish you. uh, We're going to to kick you out of the job you have, and we might even throw you in jail. (laughs) Isn't uh, new think wonderful think?
1: (laughs) All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And I know some of this stuff, you look at it, and you just can't even believe it's real. You just, like, want to dismiss it going, come on now. They don't really think that, do they? But they do. That's the problem. They really do think that. In fact, an overwhelming number of colleges in the United States have at least one speech code that seriously violates free speech rights according to a watchdog group, Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, also known as FIRE. So now you see in our collegiate worlds, they're violating your free speech rights big time. If you don't have the um, you know, extreme leftist views, the socialist slash communist views your speeches on the chopping block or the i don't know what you want to say they're ready to go ahead and burn it down larry we've
2: got now the advocacy of things that not that long ago were illegal and uh, if you uh, uh, were practicing them you would be punished this was foundational when the country was established when Christians fled persecution in Europe so that they could establish a country where they would be free uh, to have more biblically-based laws on the books. And now we've come to a point where, and I guess we shouldn't be too surprised, you see it in the Bible, it's uh, basically a two- or three-generation time between uh, uh, something that was done right and well and pleasing to God, and within uh, one or two or three generations, it's all gone down the toilet. Uh, We have to be very vigilant as parents and as grandparents uh, to keep what we can uh, of the traditions that have been handed to us Because there are so many people in power that would just uh, absolutely be delighted to take
1: those from us. All right, here's the deal, folks. It's getting bad, and we're going to carry this theme forward for a minute longer here. Now Cambridge Dictionary has updated its definition of the term woman. So, you know, Matt Walsh went around the country saying, what's a woman? And people couldn't answer the question Uh, Anybody who has guts and integrity could answer, but the uh, liberals just could not answer. But now the new term woman, here's the definition. Anyone who identifies as female, including biological males, the online dictionary defines woman as an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. That's according to its website. I'll tell you more in seconds on your radio.
5: As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation and we may become again the freest most prosperous most respected and happiest nation on earth visit to preserve to begin that restoration the spirit
4: of the american west is alive and well in range magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com.
0: This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness, and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. Ninety percent of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact.
1: Theepictimes.com.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live, Larry Pratt and Sam Bushman. So Cambridge Dictionary updated its definition to include anyone who identifies as female, even though those biological males that, you know, are hey, whatever your sex at birth was doesn't matter. You can be a woman if you want to be, and you're a woman if you think you are, and identify as such. And The new definition, they say, is in addition to the current definition, which defined as a woman as an adult female human being. Believe it or not, the term man was also revised to include reference to, quote, biological women. Man is now defined as an adult who lives and identifies as male, even if they've been identified as a different sex uh, at birth. Uh, Larry, this is what I'm talking about, and what if you don't accept those new definitions, Larry? You could be the latest white supremacist.
2: Uh, That's uh, exactly what we're facing when guys can go into a woman's locker room and say that they're a woman uh, when it's pretty obvious from uh, the way they were born. Uh, Just you can take one look at them when they don't have clothes covering up their vital parts, that, uh, no, that's not really a woman. Uh, But now people are being compelled to say, oh, well, okay, whatever you say, well, wait a minute, we're saying that then somebody else can be the tyrant that directs the kind of thinking that I'm going to be entitled to have? Uh, That's a tyranny which is uh, very much like Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, if uh, you remember the biblical account, the sodomites uh, were demanding that uh, lot and family submit uh, to their uh, sexual uh, impulses uh, of the sodomite community in, in Gomorrah. And um, that was the uh, that was the issue that finally was resolved when brimstone uh, burning brimstone uh, was rained down on those folks. Uh, And by the way, their archaeologists are finding uh, areas out in the Mideast near Israel, or maybe in part of it, where uh, they think that may be the site of where Sodom had been, because the the kind of uh, uh, soil and rocks uh, indicates that that's probably what happened, was that some uh, incredible disaster occurred that uh, converted uh, what, may have been at one time, as the Bible describes, a very uh, verdant uh, place where everything grew very easily, and now it's desert, and uh, our actions, it turns out, have consequences. And uh, uh, folks today may want to deny that and say, well, we can believe anything we want, and uh, by the way, you're going to have to believe what we believe, or we're going to punish you.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of the latest interesting uh, twist to this stuff. Uh, But I want to highlight this question and ask Larry Pratt about this because I find this interesting. You know, they tell us that we claim election fraud without evidence over and over and over. Right, Larry? Oh, they do indeed. And if we doubt that, then we're a denier. Yes. In fact, you'll probably be the equivalent to a white supremacist pretty soon there. see, you'll be untouchable. But here's my question, though. What form of business organizations do the Republican and Democratic organizations enjoy? Do you know? Uh,
2: They're set up as uh, corporations with limited liability protections.
1: Yes. In fact, they call them 527s in the IRS code, just so you know. Now, listen to me carefully and and, and see if this makes sense to you. The national political parties are, quote, not-for-profit corporations, exempt from taxes under the IRS code 527, and they've been sheltered under those rules for quite some time. And parties often serves as career networks, allowing candidates and political hacks to progress from state or local politics to the national level via the party structure. So, for example, now, Kristen Cinema is now an independent. You got to kind of wonder what that even actually means. But here's the deal. If you've got two organizations that are corporations that have special privilege above everybody else and they have slowly but surely created rules in government and they maintain and control the ballots and they maintain and control who can get on the ballot, because if you try to create a third party, it's really, really, really hard and tough. So they've created rules to protect themselves. Aren't the very fact that there's two parties that act as the same party, as Pat Buchanan called it, the left right right wings of the same bird of prey. Um, isn't that alone proof of election fraud? Because what if I want to get my candidate on the ballot? Or what if I want to become a party? There's so many things preventing me. How do they get this special privilege to the degree and then claim it's not election fraud when they're not even government entities? How does that work? If
2: uh, George Washington were to uh, be here still and wanted to run for president, uh, it wouldn't be the same as it was back in his day. That's is for sure, because there would be all kinds of laws regulating what he could do, how he could uh, uh, get the money, and how he could spend the money, Uh, and there would be legal and, and jailable consequences if he violated those rules that have been developed since the time that George Washington and the generation that followed him had been in office. But it didn't take this country long before we started going down this path, because it's easier than winning election if you can just simply make the opponent's actions illegal.
1: Well, and if I have this ability then, and I'm the Republican Party, just say, and I'm in control of, say, elections in a given town or a Democrat Party, and they're in control of you know elections in a certain town or whatever else and stuff, how do we say that doesn't create special privilege or manipulate elections uh, in their favor, Right. We've got these operatives from the two parties that that literally play games, redraw boundaries, run the election tabulators, run all these different things. And so Carrie Lake right now, um, you know, hey, it's a Republican question, a Democrat question, but both of those people have special privilege at the trough. How does that, that not disenfranchise me if I'm not one of their, quote, if I don't sit on their teams?
2: And both parties would love to see – Carrie Lake disappear from the political scene because she is bringing up these very issues that you just touched upon that the way the elections are conducted and uh, what's legal and what's not legal and uh, we're going to tell you and if it means that it's going to be almost impossible for you to be an effective candidate well that's tough why don't you join our Uh, team. We've got two teams actually in the league. One's called Republican, the other called Democrat. And if you don't want to play by those rules, well, then you're a criminal.
1: Now, Carrie Lake just spoke out because a judge demanded Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake go into a court emergency hearing. Carrie Lake says, quote, we are confident that given the opportunity, we will expose this election for the sham that it was. Carrie Lake gives her statement on election contest relating to the hearing that's scheduled before that, quote, trial on this thing. But I look at this, though, and I'm just telling you, these parties prove election fraud. You would say, oh, no, Sam, it's been that way for over 100 years. But look, the GOP lies with fake news, and they say they're the grand old party. But the GOP was founded in 1854. The Democrats go back to 1828. The Democrats can claim they're the grand old party, right? But before that was the Whigs. Well, when you look at this, that's why George Washington said, look, these parties will destroy America. And they have proven to be um, America's destruction with their special privilege, with their literally building laws surrounding them, giving them special protection at the expense of everybody else. Every time they create another law that disenfranchises more of us or gives them greater authority and power over the rest of us, they commit election fraud. Larry. Uh, And it's pretty uh, in
2: your face. Uh, one of the points in Carrie Lake's suit before the uh, court is that there were some 25,000 votes that were, quote, found to have been voted after all the deadlines had passed. Uh, somebody just uh, manufactured 25,000 votes and stuck them in to the vote count. Uh, that's Hey man, deadlines
1: deadlines don't apply to dead people, there, Larry. <laughs> Very well put. <laughs> I mean, what the heck is going on here? This is insane. And, again, it's these parties that are finding the votes, right? Uh, maybe the next thing for the
2: media to do is to conduct interviews in graveyards so that they can get a view on uh, what's going to happen in the next election because they're talking to the dead people that are planning to vote.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of off the channeling plan. I'll stay away from that stuff. That's like voodoo. I'm out. Uh, I'd rather stand for sacred God-ordained Christian values, ladies and gentlemen. I'll stand for the moral high ground every time. But here's another fascinating tidbit to add to this point we're discussing right now, Larry. I don't know if you know, but groups spent $32 million to fight election denialism. That's an article written by the New York Times just yesterday and it says the money largely went to state and local organizations that often focused on turning out young voters and black voters. They say uh, voters of color, although I think that's an outdated phrase, you racists. But anyway, um, they turned out people of color with this money, this $32 million, And the Pro-Democracy Center and the Pro-Democracy Campaign put the money together. Uh, and they funded 126 organizations across 16 states, focus on Arizona, Wisconsin, and Michigan as two of their kind of key swing states to vote on. Um, but they did this with $32 million. Now, nobody would name the donors behind the groups because, remember, these nonprofits don't have to tell you where they spent their money or where they got their money. What do you say to that, Larry? Again, this highlights my point.
2: And, you know, just think back a few years ago, uh, the election laws that were passed the Federal Election Commission resulted uh, from that. There was this big concern about where all the money was coming from and how it was being spent and the impact it was having on elections. Well, I was active politically, and I was actually in the Virginia legislature, and I got elected having spent some $30,000.00 that I was able to raise, it wasn't my own, and uh, that was a huge amount in a state election uh, to uh, have a candidate be able to spend. And now uh, that won't even buy you a month's worth of consultants uh, in these races. Uh, the amount of money uh, is torrential. It's like trying to take a sip
1: uh, But again, they use the National Republican Committee rnc or the democratic committee dnc they use these private special privilege organizations to raise all that money too with special privileges surrounding how they get the money and where it goes and and you and i can't even trace most of it
2: they found a way around the very laws they enacted and those laws make it very difficult for individuals and people that are not connected uh, to the powers that be to get into the political system it operates very effectively for those that are already there.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Pratt, Sam Bushman on your radio. Hold on, please. Uh, all I can tell you is hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. Our websites: libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Donate liberally, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, on your radio, hard hitting news the networks refuse to use, literally continues right now, folks. This is the broadcast for December the 14th. Would like to wish all of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Some would say a Happy Christmas and a Merry New Year. I agree with it all, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of work to do, folks, to restore the Republic. Man, we got a road to hoe. I'll tell you what. But you know what? The good news is Americans are waking up like never before. Welcome. Larry Pratt with me, ladies and gentlemen. It's a two hour bonanza of hard hitting talk. Yesterday on Brighty on TV, Sheriff Mack and I were able to announce the CSPA Lifetime Achievement Award for 2022. And it goes to a good sheriff by the name of Cameron Noel, who's a Beaver County, Utah sheriff who just retired with honor. And the best part is the sheriff taking his place is a constitutional sheriff as well. What do you say to that, Larry? Those are
2: good things to hear, and it's Nice to know that once in a while the news has something that's really worth celebrating, and uh, I'm glad you were able to pass that on.
1: Yeah, it's news we have to create, though, because there's not a whole lot of good news if we don't create it, Larry.
2: <laughs> it's probably not going to be on the national news feed. You're going to have to dig for it yourself. Uh, I hadn't heard that anywhere else, so uh, you're, uh, you're actually reporting new news
1: there you have it the other thing that's interesting is i'm the ceo of cspoa now richard back is our founder sits on our board uh, and is heavily involved but i am the uh, ceo Uh, Going forward to the CSPOA as well, that's good news. We put a board of supervisors together, a bunch of sheriffs on the board and constitutional attorneys and people you know very well, Larry. So the organization is in good hands, and we're growing, and we just need more people. Richard Mack traveled over 100,000 miles last year, and now they want more from us. He just can't keep up the pace all by himself. So this is a growth effort and a positioning ourselves for growth. It's pretty exciting news on all fronts
2: it's very encouraging to know that there's a uh, an eagerness on the part of a growing number of americans uh, to be part of this kind of uh, movement uh, to hear this news and then to take action and to uh, you know we're reading about uh, school boards uh, getting overturned and people that uh, don't want perversion uh, or communism uh, or anything that's contrary to the foundational principles of our country being taught to their kids. And uh, they've said, okay, enough is enough. And uh, I think as Sarah Palin pointed out a long time ago, you really don't want to get Mama Bear mad at you.
1: All right, there you have that, ladies and gentlemen. Newt Gingrich's warning of a replay of 1964 and the presidential election where Republicans... With different factions within the party eventually split the vote and the Democrats take all. Imagine a quote Trump anti Trump war over the next two years, that just guarantees Biden re-election in the landslide and the Democrats end up controlling every Very very interesting twist by Newt. But for Larry but, Pratt, what do you what do you think of that?
2: Newt Gingrich is a very perceptive political observer and actually somebody that uh, went from uh, university to Congress. I actually had the opportunity to campaign for him uh, when he was uh, at uh, Kennesaw State University, I think it was, um, in, in Georgia, and got himself elected and ultimately became Speaker of the House. And that was quite a ride to go from uh, a classroom Uh, To the Speaker of the House chamber, Um, this guy is very perceptive, very uh, intelligent, and I think if he's saying something like this, then we better uh, pay attention to what he's saying, and hopefully there's uh, wise enough heads within the Republican Party to say, okay, look, uh, uh, let's sit down at the table and let's resolve these matters so that uh, we can go forward Uh, at least with the appearance of a united team so that we don't risk uh, handing this uh, government of our country over to a bunch of rascals who absolutely do not care about eternal principles about the constitution or even the law that they might have passed last year because they are the
1: law and they're above any other law well i think we need criminal Criminal prosecutions, for those who believe that, we do have uh, their authority justly derived from the consent of the governed. That's we, the people. And they do have jurisdictional boundaries. They do have a responsibility boundaries vertically and horizontally. They're called checks and balances in America. But DeSantis now holds a 14-point lead, according to the Wall Street Journal, over um, any uh, opponents. But what I find fascinating about this uh, is Donald Trump is the only one who's really announced that he's going to, you know, run for the presidency. Ron DeSantis hasn't, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, What do you think should happen, though? You know what? Donald Trump did a lot of good. He did a lot of bad. But when he came out just recently and said, hey, we got to get rid of even the Constitution and suspend everything over election fraud, I think it's the wrong answer. You know what? The time when we need the Constitution the most is in crisis. Uh, that chains people down from asserting themselves and gaining too much power in a crisis situation uh, it prevents the justification, therefore. Uh, and so uh, I think Donald is completely off his rocker on this one. Uh, but he did make those kind of claims, and I think, you know, how do we elect a guy who feels that way? A guy who has sworn an oath to that office uh, and to the Constitution for four years, uh, and now he wants us to elect him again, but he makes statements like that? I don't know, Larry.
2: I, I think DeSantis has uh, taken the lead in the polling anyway. Uh, because he can say many of the same things that Donald Trump says, or let's put it this way, he can address the same issues and much the same way, but with a much more measured tone without saying things with such an edge on them that the edge becomes the issue rather than the issue. And I, I think that has gotten DeSantis into the lead in these polls, and it's not, I'm not just talking about the state of Florida. I'm talking about a national poll of a, like 1,000 a people, which is a pretty good sample for a poll. And uh, he's coming out, uh, coming on like gangbusters. And it may be that we're seeing a, a sea change occur because when the political system uh, season got started, the default assumption was, well, it's, it's Trump's uh, to lose it. He's going to be the nominee of the Republican Party for sure. And now uh, it doesn't look like that's a certainty at all. Uh, And it looks as if, uh, well, I was just reading uh, yesterday about uh, the Virginia governor, Youngkin, uh, who is uh, an evangelical Christian, got himself elected, uh, having been a hedge fund manager. And I was living in Virginia at the time. And I thought, well, that's interesting. At least he's not a. A Democrat. Uh, We'll see how he uh, turns out if he gets elected. Well, he got elected uh, just by a couple of points. Uh, Nobody was in favor of him in the media. And so he had a lot of wind uh, to deal with uh, against him. Uh, And now I think uh, if he does run, well, he can't run for a succeeding term. He has to stand out for four years. But if he were to run again, if it were legally possible. uh, I think he would probably win overwhelmingly. He has made a very convincing case that he knows what he's doing. Uh, He's uh, turned around a lot of uh, things in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and he's got a lieutenant governor and an attorney general who, uh, every time I read about them, I'm seeing people uh, that are doing things that you and I would only (laughs) dream of uh, politicians doing, and uh, they're doing it. And uh, they're not only talking the talk, but they're walking it.
1: I don't know if DeSantis is even willing to run in 24, but it's interesting what this is shaping up to be like, though. Some are saying it's going to be the Donald and Biden all over again. Some say Biden is going to step aside and it's going to be Clinton. Some say Donald's days are over. Some say, you know, I don't know where this all leads, but here's the problem. Again, these unconstitutional organizations known as parties, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, they have a way of creating seniority and special privilege for the good old boy network of who's going to be in line next against even the will of the people most times. This is the insider trading election fraud I speak of. It's one thing to vote for a candidate. It's another thing to make sure that those are the ones that I get to vote for. That's even before the um the voting starts before the delegates weigh in kind of stuff, Larry. Well, the system can be uh, broken through. Uh,
2: Trump was clearly an outsider when he announced. Uh, now, uh, the fact that he's a billionaire didn't hurt. And, and to his credit, I think it's cost him something like a billion dollars in losses to his company while he's been president. Uh, he's not been profiting Uh, from his time in office, which is a very common uh, occurrence uh, for many politicians uh, who uh, look at the Bidens. Uh, They've never had a productive day of work in their life, and they are multi-millionaires. They didn't invent a a, a better widget or do anything that the market was asking for. Uh, They just got elected, and kind of like a boss Plunkett, of a 19th century political machine uh they could say with him i've seen my opportunities and
1: i took them <laughs> well and then you kind of you know get this uh, idea of, hey do you want to meet the big guy do you want to yeah. meet the big guy larry i can let you meet the big guy you know and we hear these allegations there's evidence to the point where you know what i don't know why hunter and joe aren't in jail now Very, very interesting. Hey, let's skip the break, shall we? All right, we're going to go ahead and just skip the break right now. This conversation is just too good. Um, Here's a couple of other things. Here's a couple of other things that make you wonder, and I'm going to give you, again, partisan politics discussions. Um, I guess Seth Rich is back in the news. Now, Rich, Seth Rich, and we used to talk to Larry about this in 2016 when it all went down. They claim it was just a robbery gone wrong, but we know there was a murder and a cover-up about this. But Seth Rich was a Democratic National Committee staffer when he was killed on the street in Washington in mid-2016, ladies and gentlemen. No person has ever been arrested in conjunction with the murder, okay? Now listen carefully. There's a court case about this going on right now, and the FBI first lied and claimed they never possessed Seth Rich's laptop, or any files from the laptop. But now they acknowledged in 2020 they have thousands of files and have the laptop. Wow, Uh, now here's the problem. There's an attorney, his name is Ty uh, Clevenger, he's a lawyer representing Huddleston, told the Epic Times in an email, After dealing with the FBI for five years about this, said, hey, you know what? Now I have to assume the FBI is lying to me unless I have proof otherwise. Um, That puts the government in a very bad position, but it also uh, speaks to this Democratic Party connection that I'm talking about. Uh, Seth Rich had special privilege, got access to files. I believe he was murdered for it. But again, anybody who speaks up about this, if you're not careful, you'll get sued by the government or sued by the families and shut down. But now the FBI is in court about this very case, Larry Pratt, and the FBI is asking the court to give them 66 years to release information about Seth Rich's computer. Stories by Zachary Steeper or Stever. Uh, and Steber what do you say to this why would they want 66 years if it's just a simple robbery gone wrong Larry it's not adding up and the more the FBI gets forced into court the more truth we get on the subject and they're flat out criminals
2: and the more that comes out about this case and about other matters where the FBI has been lying to the American people covering things up Uh, years ago uh, I thought the FBI was, man, well, you know, the, the most constitutionally uh, derived organization because there's no authority in the Constitution for a national police force. But they were staffed by and large with people uh, that had a lot of integrity and were, I think, uh, again, by and large, true patriots. Now, uh, you can't say that. Uh, they have become an attack arm of the Democrat Party. They've become a very dangerous virulent criminal organization and the best thing and again i almost hesitate to say this but it seems to me that the best thing for the safety of the country and the integrity of the constitution that could be done now is if the republicans are serious when they get elected they're going to have a a bare control of the house of representatives they ought to shut off funding for the fbi
1: Amen. but again, I find this fascinating, though. Why on earth, if it was just a robbery gone wrong, why would the FBI, number one, even be involved? But number two, why would they lie about the laptop, claim they don't have it, claim they don't have the files, then they admit they have the laptop in the files, got caught lying, and now they want 66 years to release information? They almost think this is higher than the JFK assassination on the secrecy poll. I don't understand why. Except for, remember, he was a Democratic operative, special privilege by the party, don't you know? Isn't that election fraud right there?
2: We can only hope that the uh, repair shop owner that uh, had the computer that uh, Hunter Biden had left there and not picked up and uh, evidently in his crackhead, uh, Hayes, had forgotten that he had left there. Uh, You would hope that the owner, uh, because he had to know who uh, it was that had left that laptop, made a copy of the drive, the hard drive on that computer before he turned it over to the police, uh, because uh, otherwise uh, we'll never know uh, what, were, uh, what was on there. We do know some of the things that were on there, amazingly compromising pictures of his private immorality. But uh, there may well be other things about, who knows, heads of state, uh, where he was along with Daddy. Uh, Evidently, he was the business manager uh, while Daddy was vice presidentially flying around to various countries. Um, The the stench of corruption that is wafting up from the the White House these days is pretty revolting. And uh, I just hope that enough people... Uh, All parties decide that, uh, you know, if you're a Democrat, do you
1: really want to have to defend this kind of immorality? I would think not, but I don't even know really where to go with this because it's so corrupt. But here's the problem. There is zero accountability, though. We can harass Donald and say, oh, my gosh, he sat down with a black white supremacist. By golly, horrible. Uh, But yet, what about Joe Biden literally admitting that he withheld money if they didn't cooperate and and do his bidding? He literally admits that. He swears and calls them the SOBs and, hey, I withheld money from him because of this. He blatantly brags about it in sound bites. So we got criminal activity at the highest level, but there's zero accountability and no arrests, Larry. And he's bragging about his cover-up of what was going on in Ukraine
2: uh, which was in, uh, an investigation into barisma, which was what Hunter Biden, his son, was involved in. That was one of the ways that they were uh, uh, filling up their pockets. Uh, instead of working for a living, they were just grafting for a living. And uh, that was how he used his power as vice president, was to shut down that investigation that would have blown the top off of what his son was doing so, so illegally for so many years, and had made the family wealthy beyond most people's imagination.
1: All right, folks, I'm just telling you all this smacks of fraud, campaign fraud, election fraud, whatever you want to call it, you know, this is serious. Now we got another issue on our hands. Heather Welch happens to be a superior court judge in a place called Marion County, Indiana. And she has now said that a new law that would protect nearly all unborn children from murder or abortion could not take effect. You want to know why, Larry? I hadn't seen this. Because it violates the religious beliefs of pagans. Washington stand with the article. And,
2: of course, what she's saying violates the religious beliefs of Christians, so that's okay
1: yeah because if we're going to debate christians and pagans in america christians get the you're the white supremacist in the room sit down shut up go away you don't have a seat at the table but the pagans the satan worship they have a glorified seat at the table with special privilege and then we say not to discriminate right
2: well i guess as um has been said about us we're deplorable hillary clinton was the one that uh, was uh, willing to say out loud uh, what I guess many of the Democrats believe, that their political opponents are deplorable.
1: So I got a question. If Alex Jones can be fined $1.5 billion for his views on Sandy Hook, lie, truth, view point, whatever, um, if Hillary calls me deplorable, can I sue her and get a bunch of money?
5: And
2: um, there are a few other things that uh, were going on as well in her family. They were making all kinds of money from uh, deals with China uh, when her hubby was president, and they were filling their pockets up big time. And nothing ever comes from that because if you're a Democrat— Hey, hey
1: Larry, Larry, I just want you to know Hillary was getting the money while I was getting the honeys.
2: <laughs> That's right. I thought Clinton had somehow interrupted
1: our conversation. Very good. <laughs> I just said, look what, and there's no accountability for those people either. No, no,
2: they're a, they're a protected class, and they can do what they want. And the media is such lapdogs uh, that if they ever even said one word about what we're talking. Uh, they they'd be slapped and they would. i say, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, Master. Please, please, don't hit me again. No, 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 no. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll. Uh, whatever you want me to say. What is it you want me to say? And if you remember, one time when Hillary was kind of down, uh, she said, "What do you want me to say? I'll say whatever you want me to say." <laughs> what a person of character.
1: There you have it, man. I I don't even know how to respond to some of this, Larry. It is so. Insane. Until we start prosecuting corruption, it is going to go from the frying pan into the fire, folks. You have no idea how in your face rapidly it will become. You literally have judges saying, hey, we can murder babies. And if you want to stop the murdering of babies, you can't because the pagans love it. Yeah. And we don't want to offend the pagans. Meanwhile, Mattel, you know, the big company that makes all the toys? Barbie, Fisher-Price. Hot Wheels, American Girl, and several others. Now they're promoting transgender ideology through their toys to children. They're on steroids for with it. They're literally going crazy promoting transgender agenda with their toys now, Larry. The United States of Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, my buddy, uh, Scott Bradley, who you know well, also Larry Pratt, Scott Bradley basically says, hey, we're going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh,
2: that's <laughs> absurd.
1: And yes, we're, we're getting way worse, uh, it seems, than even that. I mean, it is just shocking. All right, there's a new headline. It says, Feds in the Shadows. Feds in the Shadows leaked documents now indicate that over 300 members of the Oath Keepers may be current or former Department of Homeland Security employees. It's not clear how many are actually federal operatives at this point. Jim Hoft with the article on gatewaypundit.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to discuss this because they literally – found Stewart and others guilty. But the problem with it is, is these inside government provocateurs. Feds in the shadows. Leaked documents are now saying over 300. That's a huge number. Our employees of the Department of Homeland Security, wasn't the Department of Homeland Security created by the Republican Party? They were the ones that had control of everything, right? And now the Republican creation, unconstitutional agency, with provocateurs to the tune of 300 manipulating the oath keepers. No wonder people are in trouble, Larry. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio.
0: Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
3: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: After six straight interest rate hikes, the Federal Reserve is set to announce another increase in its key rate today, another effort to dial back the worst inflation in 40 years. Inflation was at 7.1% in November. That's compared with a year earlier. The six rate hikes the Fed has already imposed this year – have raised its key interest range around 4%. It's the highest level in 15 years. A fusion breakthrough was unveiled on Tuesday by the U.S. Department of Energy. Researchers in California produced more energy from fusing atoms together than they used to start the process, a goal since the 1930s. Essentially limitless power from cheap hydrogen found in seawater. One gram of hydrogen theoretically contains as much energy as burning about 10 tons of coal. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm.
4: Scientists at the National Ignition Facility achieved fusion ignition, and that is creating more energy from fusion reactions than the energy used to start the process.
6: FTX founder Sam bankman fried oversaw one of the biggest financial collapses in American history. An indictment by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York Unsealed Tuesday charges Mr. Bankman Freed with eight counts of fraud, as well as conspiring to defraud the United States and violate campaign finance rules by making illegal political contributions. Freed was the number two donor to the Democrat Party. A severe winter storm is hindering travel in parts of the central United States and Midwest, with blizzard conditions and freezing rain, while producing tornadoes in the South and Midwest. Over 15 million people are under winter weather advisories and warnings. USA Radio News.
7: This view was
6: worth the hike.
4: Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
7: Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk.
4: Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer.
7: Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Colagard is right for you. Or visit colagard.com.
4: I'm in.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, Larry Pratt and Sam Bushman breaking it down just for you, ladies and gentlemen. So feds are in the shadows now. It turns out that over 300 oath keepers, this is according to leaked documents from court, folks, they may be current or former DHS employees, Department of Homeland Security. They don't know what other agencies they belong to either, and/or whether agency groups might have provocateurs in the mix. Uh, but you look at January sixth. You look at the Oath Keepers. You look at this infiltration. And um, Larry, I, I don't know where to go with it except for this is being used to take down organizations that stand for freedom and liberty in the Constitution. Uh, Stuart Rhodes from since like 2009, has been really partnering around the country, helping police departments, and everybody has been happy with their work. Now they're yes. considered white supremacists and, well, insurrectionists. Now we find out 300-plus government provocateurs in their midst. What do you expect to happen with that kind of manipulation and reporting and false um representation and I mean, we go on and on but where are we here the fbi and the in the dhs has become the biggest criminal organizations in the country they're worse than the mexican mobs indeed uh, we're finding out that
2: uh, uh, the leaders going into the u.s capital uh, on january 6th were government agents uh, they were the ones that were uh, encouraging people other people to go in and to follow me let's go Uh, remove these barricades. Let's go in uh, to the Capitol building. Now, happily, there wasn't anybody killed that day, in spite of what it said. There was one person killed, and that was by a government uh, guard uh, who shot an unarmed woman. Uh, But the the people that were involved in this, the the average Americans that were concerned about uh, the election that had taken place, they did not commit violence uh, in the Capitol, uh, or other places. They were not like Antifa, who burned down whole business areas of center cities around the country. Uh, th- so they've gotten a bad name for something that was uh, a relatively minor uh, misdemeanor, uh, which was encouraged, as you say, maybe by as many as three, 300, could be more. We don't know yet. Uh, f- federal agents and half of well, Every they- time
1: Congress tries to ask, all they say is we're not allowed to talk about it. Congressman. We're not a lot of talk about it, Senator. And so there's and the no oversight Congress, of any kind.
2: The, the Congress does have a little hoose a little jail right there in the Capitol building. And if somebody tells them that the proper response would be Sergeant at Arms, remove this person and take them to the lockup.
1: Because, ladies and gentlemen, you might have the Fifth Amendment when it comes to your personal life, but you don't have the Fifth Amendment when you're on government duty, especially if these agents were involved in criminal activity and or inciting violence or the breach of the Capitol or the very thing that they're claiming citizens were, quote, insurrectionists for laying it at the feet of, say, Stuart Rhodes or Donald Trump or some of these people when they know full well government provocateurs made it happen. Revolver magazine uh, and others have literally shown ramps on video promoting and encouraging people to get involved and go to the Capitol and get in the Capitol and come on. And then he talks to people as they rip down the barricades. He whispers in ears right before it all happens and such, right?
2: And if they were, I was just thinking, Sam, if they were to run out of room in the little jail that they have at the Capitol, they could always remove the January 6 prisoners in Washington and in other lockups around the country and put these uh, instigators, these uh, agents provocateurs, they could put those uh, in jail to replace the January 6 prisoners that have been there for a year or more, even two now, uh, without ever having charges filed against them, let alone a hearing to show cause in court, let alone a trial. Uh, the Constitution is being walked on, torn up, and disregarded in major, major ways by those who was, who said, oh, we're so afraid of these people who uh, committed these acts of violence on January 6th. What acts of violence were they? You mean the guard that shot an unarmed woman? Uh, That was the one act of violence that that was uh, committed and led to a a fatality. And they say, well, there were four of uh, of, the police that died that day. Well, it wasn't that day. Those were days later, and they died of natural causes. Uh, They weren't at work, had nothing to do with january 6th there are so many lies that have been uh, wrapped around what happened on january 6th and frankly i think the american people uh, uh, need to say if if you're trying to defend what the government did uh, uh, to us on january 6th we don't want you in office
1: anymore there you have it wow It's hard to know what to do with this because when you look at the, as, as Larry Pratt said, the just unbridled corruption, until we the people do something about it, it's not going to stop. It's just going to get worse. Now, let me give you the, the American Academy of Pediatrics. They call it AAP, has an official position in support of, quote, medically transitioning children to the opposite sex, It turns out it was written by a single doctor with contributions from two transgender activists who don't even have medical degrees, according to a report co-published by the Washington Free Beacon and Common Sense. Now, listen, the op's position is widely cited as evidence that gender gender transitioning is safe effective, and necessary, and activists freely use it to shut everybody down, right? Man, but you know to what? They're the ones that there's there's really a single doctor and then two activists that aren't even medical people at all, and that's the, quote, definitive on this. Now, all the other doctors who have different opinions are shut down because they're the white supremacists, don't you know, because they don't agree, Larry.
2: That's uh, something that has become increasingly typical of uh, organized groups, uh, rep- supposedly representing uh, their constituents in our country. Be they politicians or, like this medical group, the uh, Pediatric Academy, uh, they are uh, operating as a law unto themselves. They they talk about uh, well, if you pose oppose us, you're opposing science. It sounds like a uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, who, who tried to use that line to shut down people who disagreed with him, and uh, guess what, fellas, we're on to it now. We don't buy that. Uh, we're telling you uh, that if you're getting it, your check from the from the government, uh, we are the ones that control the government. We, the people. And that uh, lifeline of money for you is being cut off. You hear that snip, snip? That's the end for you, pal. And that's the message that needs to be sent to these people. Uh, if if the work they're doing is so important and so vital, uh, well, then they can get funding somewhere else. I'm sure some of the pharmaceutical companies would like to continue funding them. Uh, they've been buying lobbyists and buying politicians uh, maybe they can fund some of the research that's being used to justify these terrible vaccines that are uh, c- killing more people than the than the virus itself was killing. Uh, we don't hear much about that, but uh, that's a real problem, and that'll frighten people whose doctor is telling them that their child or they themselves ought to have one of these shots. Uh, the proper response is, uh, who else in your community? Uh, is there that I might go to that doesn't agree with what you just said because you've just scared me to death.
1: Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You kind of wonder where to go with this stuff, but listen up and listen carefully. Are you ready? Chinese drones may be spying all over D.C. Yeah, did you see this one, ladies and gentlemen? Ha, <laughs> ha, They say this, there's an analysis. We have recently heard from Fox and others. And uh, they're talking about these UFOs and other identified flying objects, right? (laughs) But the problem is this is a serious thing. This is not just a joke like they mocked UFOs to be. This is real now. The Pentagon's even weighing in on their myriad of interactions with military pilots, astronauts, Etc. and some analysts have concluded that these sightings are really aerial space debris rather than, you know, UFOs. But they say enemy aircraft might also be part of the spy incident question. But now they're raising the alarm of how these, quote, spy missions are happening by the communist Chinese over Washington, D.C., they say this more down to earth threat needs to be dealt with quickly. Political reports hundreds of Chinese manufactured drones have been detected in restricted airspace over Washington DC in recent months it's a months it's a trend. We'll talk about it with Larry Pratt in seconds on your radio. Hundreds of Chinese-manufactured drones violating airspace in Washington, D.C. Data released to Congress highlights more than 145, oh, I'm sorry, 100 breaches or incursions within a 45-day period, although the source doesn't want to talk about details for security reasons, Uh, and so you got that to contend with. What do you say to that, Larry?
2: Well, Sam, I think we should consider what President now President Biden said uh, some time ago, that, come on, man, the Chinese aren't our enemy. You
6: know,
2: uh, it, Now we understand why he might have that opinion. It might just have something to do with all the money that his son, and thus him uh, as a beneficiary as the big man, his son was re- uh, uh, reaping in, from the Chinese communist uh, companies uh, that were fronts for the Chinese communist party. Uh, so that makes is, you
1: wonder, is Joe Biden truly a Chinese communist party asset? Uh,
2: I, I think increasingly people are asking that question because there's so much that can only be explained. Uh, if you think of him in terms of
1: following orders from beijing well because if if he is we don't have time to play around we can't just sit around and wonder that this isn't a um i don't know what you call it this isn't just like an opinion discussion this is a national security issue of epic proportions if it's even possible right
2: yeah, indeed it is and i think it's uh, uh, we're getting a, a new house of representatives And the one thing that they can do that would have some pretty quick results would be to cut his money off, to simply uh, start passing budgets that don't have any money for, uh, say, the FBI, uh, because they've been such a tool of political oppression. They're not a law enforcement agency at all. Uh, They're a law-breaking organization. And there are other groups in the federal government that are equally culpable of uh, disregarding the popular uh, will, the Constitution, the law. Uh, They're just a law unto themselves. And the one immediate thing that could be done in the new Congress is to say, you've got a new budget, boys and girls, and it's called zero. Have a nice day.
1: Well, we've got to do something because it's not just an opinion or partisan politics at this point. It's a matter of national security. For example, now, next headline relating to people being spied on everywhere by government all the time. The Oath Keepers were spied on by 300-plus government insiders. Now, legal team warns government not to launch new programs spying on truckers. Bob Unra, WND.com. Already, truckers are the most monitored workers in the world. And a legal team that works with the Institute of Justice is telling the federal government it should not launch a new program to spy on truckers. Commercial truckers already have a long list of compliant realities. They're some of the most monitored people in the world. But uh, it's a serious, serious problem. They say they are already required to keep law books of their time, their travels, Their whereabouts, their companies watch them every day. They report every delivery or not. Truck drivers are already operating under an almost uh, Arwellian degree of uh, government monitoring as it currently is. Um, This is serious. They say the new plan would require all, quote, commercial motor vehicles to be equipped with electronic Tracking devices. Hey, you got to track all commercial vehicles at all times is the idea. But the trucking community has already expressed opposition. Um, and so where do you go from here? Well, this is one way beyond on. our beliefs, Larry. Indeed, because the next place we
2: might go from there is to say, well, it's been fairly helpful to know where truckers are going all the time but we don't know enough about where everybody else is going all the time, so let's put the monitoring equipment on their vehicles as well. Uh, That's uh, certainly a logical extension uh, for those that see no limits under the law as to what they can do, Uh, and they look at uh, us as rats in a maze that they're going to be controlling and and not as uh, people who are telling them what to do. Uh, the, the Constitution uh, is dead, and they're trying to bury it.
1: Wow. I just look at this, though, and they're ratcheting up the spying apparatus. It's getting like the communist Chinese uh, in more ways than one uh, is the problem with this. I mean, this is just insane, Larry, of what we're starting to see happen uh, in America. These are things that we could not believe would exist. I mean, it's hard we're to even to- comprehend. We're discussing this in, in real terms, right?
2: Oh, yeah. We're close to the point, I think, where the Chinese uh, drones may be uh, trying to figure out what it is the Americans are doing better than they to spy on their people. Um, <laughs> they want to make sure that they don't get left behind in that technological context. Uh, contest. So it it seems to me that we're at a tipping point and uh, we're just going to have to uh, uh, have some resolve and willingness to to get involved in the political process and and uh, get political leaders that are willing to actually do what they say because some of them are pretty good and like a lot of what they say but then when they Uh, are in office they find that you know it's not that easy to get things done well that's right and and that's why we elected you because we want you to make a change and if you're not going to make the change then we're going to change you and we're going to exchange you and get somebody else in there
1: ladies and gentlemen it's hard for guys like me to even know where to like go with this kind of stuff Because it is so draconian, so hostile, so abusive, ladies and gentlemen, that the government's even thinking about this. And in my opinion, the government is criminal in these actions. But we can't get any, uh, you know, movement towards prosecution for any of these insiders because the laws don't apply to them anymore. So now vice media is having to cut staff as profits plummet. That's a piece of good news. The liberal vice media having trouble. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want people to lose their jobs. That's just when they have these gatekeeping mentalities and they manipulate the media to the point where they do. I'm grateful that they don't have as much power as they once had, Larry.
2: I have the same sentiment. I don't wish unemployment on anybody. uh, But by the same token, the job that they had was creating a hostile intellectual environment. Uh, and for them to be getting a vote from taxpayer dollars, and those are votes, Uh, for them to be getting those negative votes saying, we're not buying your product anymore, uh, that's actually healthy in general. It's like getting rid of a sore that needs to be cut out or something. Uh, That's not pleasant when it's done, but it has to be done, and the uh, long-term effect is an improvement in the health of the body generally, and we're talking about the body politic, and getting rid of, uh, by financial means, people like Vice and, and others, uh, politicians that they have supported, uh, that's going to make the, the whole American uh, political system a lot healthier and function
1: as it was originally designed to function. All right, man, we've had hot news for two hours, ladies and gentlemen, news you don't hear anywhere else, right? Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Well, now we're going to end with a hot story, man. Guy eats 10 Carolina Reaper peppers. That's the world's hottest peppers, just so you know. He ate 10 of those suckers in 33 seconds, and he got entered into the Guinness World Book. Of, he's the record holder there now. Guy's name is Gregory Foster, and he admits he's got a passion for pain. So there you have it. What do you think of that for hot news there, Larry? <laughs> It's a wonder he's still alive. <laughs> I think it's insanity. Listen, I've eaten some, hell of, uh, some of these um, Carolina Reaper peppers, but I haven't eaten like whole ones. I've like cut it up into little pieces and had little pieces of it. And I'm telling you, it is extremely hot. To eat 10 of these is insane. I don't know what it does to your body inside, but I'm just telling you, it is off his rocker crazy to do that kind of stuff. But he does it. He says he loves it. And he actually has a farm that produces these hot peppers. And let's be clear, these hot peppers are genetically engineered to be hotter than God made them. In other words, these are man-made manipulations and cross whatever, I don't know what you want to call them, but new breeds based on, um, I don't know, hydroponics and everything else to get these peppers hotter than even God makes them. Larry, it's crazy.
2: <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it could actually harm some people. Uh, this fellow seems to have a tolerance for that uh, that I don't think most of us have I like uh, hot peppers myself but uh, what you're talking about is something I wouldn't even try uh, there's you know there, God doesn't look favorably on suicide
1: yeah I, I mean it's it, I don't even know how to respond to this kind of stuff really to be honest with you it's so it's so crazy right
2: Uh, well, uh, insanity is uh, uh, a problem that we have to deal with. And the, the biggest part of that problem is that some of them are in, short,
1: in government. <laughs> well, many of them are in government. And I don't know what it's going to take to reign in this country, but I know this. We've got to do, in my opinion, according to George Washington's farewell address, we've got to do two things and reject two things. The things to reject are foreign wars like the plague. We've got to get out of all these foreign entanglements, folks and we need to reject partisan politics like the plague parties will destroy this country and the two things we need to embrace are the two fundamental supports morality and religion larry last words yours
2: well i appreciate the opportunity to have brought some of these issues up because i think this is the news as you say that just doesn't get reported otherwise and if we have this in mind as we go and vote as we go and meet with politicians As we tell them the things that are on our mind that we want to see them doing. I think this kind of discussion that we've had today is very important, very helpful, and hopefully uh, it's not going to end today.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to end today because we, the people, are going to stand for God, family, and country. We're going to protect life, liberty, and property. We've been doing it for more than a quarter of a century. And we're going to keep doing it every day on your radio, six days a week, two hours a day and then extra videos outside of that to summarize some of our findings and news to help people learn and get the word out. The new mainstream press gatekeeping days are gone. The new media is taking center stage and we the people are gaining ground on truth. People are not believing in global warming or uh, climate change lies. It's not that the climate's not changing, it is, but it's because we're violating God's commandments and he's punishing us. It's not because you happen to burp like your government says to try to take control of you. We the people are gaining ground on the knowledge and on the truth. And more and more Americans are waking up faster and faster. And the enemies of liberty are absolutely scared to death that we stop them before their tyrannical agenda is complete on a global scale. We the people can and will restore our grand old republic for Larry Pratt and Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundTable.com LovingLiberty.net Our websites Donate as liberal as you can It's the only time we believe in liberalism Is when it comes to your donations We declare this nation shall endure God save the republic Of the United States of America